Hello there, Alaskans, wherever you are. Welcome to the Must Read Alaska Show. Coming to you from somewhere in Alaska. This is the place where we talk about, you guessed it, Alaska. Where we keep the mainstream media on their toes and where we are standing up for what's right and a world run by leftists. You can find out more by heading over to mustreadalaska.com and also checking out the Must Read Alaska YouTube channel for some really great content. But first, let's get this party started. Well, good morning, everybody. It's a great morning in Alaska. I'm Suzanne Downing. Welcome to the Must Read Alaska show. Coming to you from somewhere in Alaska, and I hope that the weather is as beautiful for you as it is for me today. Um, John Quick is is dialing in from Nikiski. John, how's everything from Nikiski doing? Oh man, Nikiski has finally got some rain, which is amazing. We've, I mean, we've pretty much gone all spring and summer with zero rain. So we just got some rain last night. So I'm feeling good about it. My lawn is feeling good about it, and uh, I'm getting ready to head on over to the uh, the Trump show for this weekend, which is going to be very exciting. And uh, for those that for those of you that don't know, or, um, you know, maybe you've been uh, busy this week with your job or your family. In, or, yeah, busy, to... <laughs> busy in your cave, because yeah. you're, if you live in a cave, you, then you, you might not know that Trump is coming to town. Yeah. Uh, president, anytime an ex-president comes to Anchorage is an exciting day. So Trump's coming to town. And uh, if you want to show up, if you want to get tickets, uh, you're going to want to show up, you know, literally 24 hours before the event and start camping out there. Uh, because the line is going to be long, uh, but the tickets are free. So, uh, you know, plan accordingly and uh, first come, first serve basis. So you got to get in line. Right, right. And, and I'm going to be out of town. I'm not going to be able to, to be there with everybody. But, John, you'll be there and you'll be uh, on the ground, eyes and ears for us here at Must Read Alaska. And our show today is sponsored by Shoshana Gungerstein. For U.S. Senate, and we are so appreciative, Shoshana Gungerstein, for U.S. Senate. I know that I stumble on that name, and I'll probably stumble a few more times, but she is sponsoring our show this month, and we're very, very appreciative of that. It allows us to get our our news, our guests, and everybody that is involved with the Must Read Alaska show out to all nicks and cracks and corners of Alaska, like you like to say, John. And as a matter of fact, today, as a guest on our show, guess who we have, John? Let me guess. We have have Shoshana. We have Shoshana herself. (laughs) So this is pretty exciting. Shoshana, welcome to our show. We're very, very privileged to have you on the Must Read Alaska show. Where are you you from this morning? Where are you at this morning? In Juneau? Yes, I'm home in Juneau right now. And thank you, Suzanne and John. I love the work you guys do. And it's such a pleasure to be with you guys today this morning. Well, from your background, it looks like you are in Juneau, Alaska, because I see some sort of clinket or Haida, um, some symbolism behind you. I see an Alaska flag behind you. I love your backdrop this morning. It's very, very colorful. And uh, well, thank you for joining us. We wanted to give you a chance to introduce yourself to Alaskans because you're one of several people who they will be seeing on the ballot and they may not know of you. And so yeah. we wanted to say, let's let's meet Shoshana Gungerstein and find out more about her. We're not going to be able to get too deep into policy today because we only have a half hour, but we wanted to be able to ask you just a few questions about your upbringing and what your views are, what got you into politics. So uh, do tell us a little bit about your background, like where you were raised and uh, how you came to 
be interested in this business. Absolutely. And uh, so it's, the name is Gungerstein. So there's a gun and a stein in it. So it's Gungerstein. You know, I know it's helpful, but you know, we'll, we'll all get used to it. That's right. <laughs> yes. So like many in Alaska, either they themselves or their parents or grandparents moved to build their dream here in Alaska. I'm no different. I spent my formative years in Utah and I came to Alaska because of the magnificent nature. And I stayed and I built a home here because I fell in love with the people and it just couldn't leave anymore. And, and speaking of nature, by the way, Utah always had some beef with Colorado about who had better snow. And when I first visited Alaska, the mountains just blew my mind. And I'm like, what are they talking about in the lower 48? This is where it's at. And I, I live in Juneau, and one of the best kept secrets is our Eagle Crest Ski Resort. Absolutely. You know, and this past year, we had better powder than Utah and Colorado combined. So they can all fight with each other, but we have it the best out here. And, oh, I think oh. Eagle, Eagle Crest is absolutely the best kept secret. I got to brag on that a little bit. You know, I used to work there when I was a young person. I, yeah, I, I worked there when it, when it first opened. And um, it's, it's a really unusual mountain because it's, it's very, very accessible. It's very affordable. And people can even come down from Whitehorse and, right? Yes. <laughs> no, it's, it's a fantastic, fantastic place. And it's great to know that you also know it. You've experienced it firsthand. Sure. It's where I learned to ski. Yeah. Also, can I quickly tell you how magnificent our 4th of July fireworks were in town? I know many of your listeners across the state had lovely parades and fireworks shows, but here in Juneau, we started at midnight, like right when it was 4th of July uh, starting. And what seemed like a third of the town came out the night of and the next morning, everyone lined up the streets. Sure. You know, kids with collecting candy, we got to hand out candy with Mount Juno in the background. And we even gave out doggy treats. So, yeah. you know, if you have a chance, please do check out my Instagram or TikTok. It's Shoshana for Senate. And you'll see me riding this classic 1960 Ford F100 that we drove down the parade route. So it's it was just one for the books. Yeah, there's really, to me, in my background, nothing better than a Juno 4th of July. Almost always, it's, it's uh, at least not raining. I mean, it's not, if, I, if, if my, ba- my background tells me that if it's just cloudy in Juno and not raining, I consider that a sunny day. Yes. And, because, <laughs> if it, you know, but usually, I think statistically in Juno, July 3rd is the least likely day to rain. And uh, Juno always does their their fireworks on the night of the third because that they really start after midnight, so that's the fourth of July. Some yeah. of the first in the nation, and Seward's the same way, and Skag winds and so forth. They like to do it on the the night of the third because it doesn't get dark until yes. then. But in Juno, it does actually get dark enough because the mountains do block out that that dusk. That is correct. You know, I heard something uh, a historical reference as to why they do it. Apparently, they wanted people to show up, uh, you know, at work on 5th of July. They didn't want them to miss it. So they wanted the festivities to start earlier. Totally makes sense. (laughs) Yes, totally makes sense. Start start them the 3rd of July, and you can carry on to the 4th with, uh, you know, beer, baseball, or whatever it is. And then, but but then you've sobered up by the 5th. You can't miss on the Alaskan work ethic. You know, we have the best here. (laughs) That's right. Well, so, so you, uh, you, you were raised in Utah and yes. you moved to Juneau as an adult, right? Yes. And, and uh, yeah, it was so 
fantastic. I just, I love my life here and I built my life here. And, and one of the reasons I'm running right now is because it shouldn't be so expensive to live in our state. And the price of living, I mean, the inflation is so high. Prices are through the roof and we need, and they keep rising. It doesn't stop. And we need leaders representing all generations to take us into the future and build prosperity and quality of life for all Alaskans. And that's what I intend to do, you know, because there's so many kids going hungry. We have the greatest resources and it just doesn't compute why we have high costs of food. You know, people are working for jobs yet not being able to afford a good life. And people are moving out of the state, you know, and a family shouldn't have to move from Fairbanks to Sitka just because they can't keep their home warm. It should be a choice of, oh, I want to live in a different spot, you know, or worse, many are becoming unhoused because they can't afford housing. Our numbers are just growing and we're headed to a worse place. We're all very well informed in the state. And thanks to podcasts like yours, you know, Must Read Alaska, we engage with one another. We have a fair exchange of ideas and discuss issues. And I realized just being in Juneau that I can't just sit back and not do anything. I want to bring my skills and my passion and my dedication. And I jumped in because I want to implement some sensible solutions. And that's how I dived into politics. Have you been involved in politics before? Is this your first no. foray? Okay, this so you just so you so okay, so you woke up one morning and said, "Okay, I've had enough of this. We've got to do something." And so I'm going to run against uh, uh, Senator Lisa Murkowski, who is arguably yep. one of the most powerful people in the Senate. Yes, it was basically that. I mean, I've always been an active discusser of politics. I was very passionate. Okay. You know, I did student body in law school and uh, but I never dived into politics, but this felt like the right time. I couldn't sit back any longer, you know, and just just this this was the time and I can do something. And why shouldn't I? Right. Exactly. So, and, and so go ahead, John. So um, you you kind of made that choice. You dive, you dove in. Um, yeah. Give us a uh, give us a uh, thought process of not going with the Republicans or the Democrats. I think you are under not nonpartisan. Um, Absolutely. Let the folks know that are listening why you chose that and kind of what that means to you. While I do lean conservative on many issues and nothing against the parties per se, but we are a divided country right now. And I truly believe that as a state and as a country, to accomplish the most, we have to be unified. And I want to be that independent and nonpartisan senator for Alaska that really unifies. And I want to follow Senator Ted Stevens' mantra. You know, I'm going to rephrase it because there are some choice words in there for our younger audience. Uh, I'm going to rephrase it. Forget politics. Let's just do what's right for Alaskans. You know, uh, it, that's basically it. We can achieve a lot by being independent and nonpartisan. And many many fellow Alaskans that I speak to echo these sentiments and, you know, it just, just felt right. For people so who are just tough to try to, you know, when somebody chooses a party, they kind of get some automatic invites to different, uh, you know, Republican district meetings and those kinds of things to come speak at. Has it been a tougher road kind of being the independent uh, person uh, running for Senate, and how have you combated that? Yes, it's it's a bit tough, but 
you know, there's challenges and there's opportunities. Uh, fundraising is obviously challenging and the opportunities to go out and speak to people are challenging, but I'm creating my own. I'm finding my tribe, so to say, just listening to people, holding a lot more, you know, listening sessions and understanding what the issues are in different constituencies. And I've not been able to travel a lot around the state, uh, financially uh, speaking, because it's been very expensive. However, I've been engaging as much as I can, and it's been phenomenal, the opportunities we can have as an independent, and our state really affords it uh, for individuals like myself to have a voice and share our voice and also listen to others and represent them. That's, it's really interesting to hear you say that because I, our, we have 260,000 people in our state who are not with a, uh, voters who are not registered with um, the Democrats and Republicans, but who are actually with the U's, the undeclared. In other words, those are the group of people that says, I know what I think and I have an opinion, but it's none of your business. And then we have another 70,000 or so that are nonpartisans who are uh, typically, you know, that typically is actually a more liberal designation. A lot of those people work for the government and they just, when they go to register, they say, you know, we're supposed to be nonpartisan. So I think I'll mark nonpartisan. But in your case, you just said you mark nonpartisan because you just feel like we need to come more together, but you lean more conservative. I do. And I think that's also the state, right? I, I'm reflective of the people around me and this is what I truly believe in and my values lean conservative and this is who I am. You know, I just happen to not box myself in any individual labels and not for any, you know, trying to appear a certain way, but this is who I am. And so um, let's talk a little bit about, for those of you who are just joining us on Facebook, this is Shoshana Gungerstein and she is running for U.S. Senate there are about 19 people on the ballot, Shoshana, I believe, running for U.S. Senate, and some of them are libertarian, some Republican, some Democrat. You are nonpartisan, and you are from Juneau. You're trying to get your name out statewide. You'd like to be able to reach people through this podcast that when you're not able to travel as much as a nonpartisan, it's harder to raise money. And so this is allowing you to reach people in Fairbanks and Kaktovic and uh, Nome and wherever else our podcast reaches, which is a lot of places, John, right? Yeah, we, we reach a lot of folks with this podcast. Yeah, in fact, you were just telling me that we even reach people in Ireland and Spain, which is amazing. Whoa. Hello, Ireland. Hello, Spain. Yeah, we're, we're big in the UK for some reason. For some reason, <laughs> yeah. You guys are doing such a great job. Please support Must Read Alaska, everyone who's listening. You know, John and Suzanne, you guys are phenomenal, by the Thank way. Thank you. Thank you. And so tell us about some of the... You know, what are two of the accomplishments in your life that you're especially proud of or that, that people wouldn't think of, perhaps? Okay. You know, for one, I've been thinking, you know, part of the, the process of campaigning, you try to think about the future, right? Because this is in the moment, but you're thinking in the future. And I've been thinking a lot about the accomplishments I will be doing for the state in the future as probably the ones I will be the most proud of in my life, bringing a solution you know, to our economic instability, to our mental illness crises, our drug usage pandemic, our children's education issues, voting reform, reopening our oil fields, transitioning to renewable technologies, making Alaska the Silicon Valley of renewable energy industry, upholding high environmental stewardship standards. These are all very important to me. 
And when I look back on the accomplishments that I have, um, advancing a number of clean tech and renewable energy projects and technologies around the world, bringing jobs, energy, and clean water to areas that needed it the most, I'm very proud of the work that I've done in those areas. And we as a state, we have such great renewable resources than anywhere else on earth. And, you know, viewers in Ireland and listeners in Ireland and Spain, I want you guys to know we are exceptional, a great state with the best resources. And it's time that we really lean into that. I fully support our oil and gas industry because we do it ethically and cleaner here. I oh, yeah. condemn Biden administration for locking up our oil reserves. And at the same time, we need to get about 200 to $300 million more that Alaska needs to grow our renewable energy industry. I mean, rural Alaskans, they're paying three to five times higher than urban areas for their electricity. And with the diesel prices, it seems that the prices will go up even further. And we have 10% of the microgrids in the entire world right here in Alaska. And we need to build a sustainable energy project future across Alaska. And we can export our technologies that we're developing to other places around the world. We have to diversify our economy to keep our high standards of living here. And um, yeah, you know, these are my current accomplishments and the future ones. I'm, I'm just thinking about the future. And, uh, but yeah, I really enjoy working and bringing great projects to fruition. And so tell me, what do you do for um, your day job when you're not running for, for Senate? So prior to now, I'm completely focused on the campaign and this, this will be my day job, hopefully yeah. uh, going forward. And uh, prior to this, I worked in the renewable energy industry and I oh. also work in finance and uh, I, I also taught you know, a little bit in healthcare, strategic planning and legal ethics. Um, and also I worked a little in film. So I, you know, I'm kind of very Alaskan even before I got here because we do different things. We're all rounders. You know, you could, you could work your, you know, in the morning on the docks and just go out and be a musician in the afternoon. That's right. Always had those ethos. Uh, And when I, when I started living here and just, you know, I'm like, I've always been this person and I just found my people, you know, yeah, yeah. policies of the state really resonate with me. And um, yeah, I just really love a lot about our state. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. What you say is that when, when you're in Alaska, and John knows this quite well, because he lives in the Kiski practically off the grid. Uh, but you, you really just have to patch it together to make it work. And a lot of times when you live in Alaska, you may not be working up to your full potential in a career like maybe you would if you went to Manhattan or you went to Santa Monica or someplace where you could sort of just achieve and become the top in your career because there's so much opportunity. But on the other hand, it's the trade we make because we want to live in the place we want to live. And so we just find ways to make it work. And sometimes, like you said, it makes like your work on the docks in the mornings, maybe you drive a tour bus in the afternoons and maybe you're playing banjo in the evenings at the bar. <laughs> yep, that's us, you know, and and just like the number one thing uh, that I do love is the people. We're, we're the greatest people, you know, we're a great state and we're the greatest people. And, you know, you, I love nature. I love hiking around. Uh, you know, when I'm out in Anchorage, I love the flat, flat top trail in here in town. I love the Perseverance Trail, the West Glacier yeah. Trail. Uh, we have the most amazing nature in the world and we get to live and thrive uh, 
um, and be the people that we were meant to be, living our best lives. And it also brings out our grit and our willingness to be open-minded about issues and come together as a community to solve them, you know? Living out here really molds us into better people, like caring, sharing, strong, proud people. And it really is reflective. It, it becomes true to our souls. Mm. And when someone needs a hand when their car breaks down or someone needs help living out in the woods, like our neighbors come out to help without thinking of party lines, you know, that's who we are. And at the core, we're independent. And I really love that about our people in our state. So uh, what sets you apart from the from uh, the incumbent, Lisa Murkowski? You know, she's a force to be reckoned with. She's a fundraising machine. She has a treasure trove of staff that, you know, are tasked with guaranteeing her victory. She is uh, toes the party line in terms of she'll vote sometimes with conservatives, sometimes not. What sets you apart from uh, the incumbent, Lisa Murkowski? Absolutely. Well, for one, what sets me apart from the incumbent or any other competitors is that I will take a stance on topics that don't just go from party line to party line. In essence, I won't be a rhino or a nino, uh, which is a nonpartisan and name only. I just coined that phrase for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Trademark that. Yeah, I, I want to think about each issue our state faces and see how Alaskans want me to vote. And I will vote the will of my constituents time and again. And I don't want to disappoint our, you know, our constituents, our people, because when they put someone in power, we expect our needs and our desires to be met. And I feel that is constitutional. And that is a government for the people and by the people. I'm focused on making our state recession-proof, making D.C. pro-Alaska, and working on unifying our great Alaskan community and build our state into the greatest state of the union. I mean, we're the crown jewel, and we truly are. And I want to do that in record time that, that the rest of the country recognizes it. That's what sets me apart from them. So well, do you think... Yeah, go ahead, John. Do you think... Uh, our current president is doing a good job as it relates to unleashing energy here in Alaska? No, not doing a good job. Far from it. I am very disappointed. And I, I openly state on every platform how disappointed I am and how we need to renegotiate with the administration. We have people coming in, the interior secretaries and they don't give us the resolutions we needed. And I talk to people every day. I meet great, amazing people on the trail. And we all agree it's time that our oil reserves are open. We need to be able to make those decisions as to when we can pump, harvest, mine, and hunt, and not DC. You know, and our administration has been essentially tying our hands behind our back and not letting us go forward. You know, when so much of our land is tied up. And they also create all these roadblocks on our progress and growth. This is not a good administration. It's interesting to hear you say that. And you're making, you know, you're making some really bold statements about Joe Biden and, and his administration holding down Alaska. And you're stepping up to be the force for good. And we really appreciate that. You stepping up to be the force for good. That's our motto here at Mustard Alaska, be a force for good. And I'm proud, proud to see that you're doing what you're doing. How is it that other Alaskans can 
you know, get involved in and how can people make such a difference in this crazy political world? Well, it is a crazy, crazy political world. I will say that, but it's a solid question. All we need to do is get out there and run for something and also voting. You know, it's key to understand the process of government and bring your passion, bring your skills, bring your hard work ethic and just work, you know, for the process of working for the people, right? It's an honor to serve our country and Alaskans and our state and many, many more must throw their name in the hat and just strive to make our communities better. We, we have to. Yes, there is judgment. It won't be easy. But nothing actually worth fighting for is ever easy. Our, our great state, our great country are worth it. And we, the people, we must select our leaders and select the ones who share our conservative values and our common sense. You know, the Guggenstein campaign, my campaign is all about upholding values of liberty, privacy, and freedom to live our best life. And with the ability to practice our religions, our cultures, be whoever we want to be in a free society. I often say that freedom isn't free and we have to work on it, actively defend our rights and freedom and defend our great democracy. And that's how we can make a difference. And, you know, in a crazy political world or not, this is how we really make a difference. So true. So true. What a good, good message for our audience. And I really, really appreciate you coming on our show today. We are almost out of time here. Is Let's talk a little bit about how people can find out more about your campaign for Senate. This is Shoshana Gungerstein. She's running for Senate. This is her first political run. And we're so thrilled to have her on our show. Um, Shoshana, how can people get in touch with you? Absolutely. Well, there, I have a website, gungerstein.com, G-U-N-G-U-R-S-T-E-I-N.com. I'm also very active on social media, Shoshana for Senate, S-H-O-S-H-A-N-A, number four, S-E-N-A-T-E. And August 16th is the primary, big one primary for the U.S. Senate. And I hope many of your readers and listeners give me a chance that you know, I can represent the younger generations, a rare breed in Alaskan politics, I know, but I want to at least get on the debate stage and hold people accountable. So uh, please reach me uh, on my website. We have email and uh, we have a phone number. I answer many of those emails myself. So please reach out and, um, and uh, learn more about me and what I stand for. And when the time is right on August 16th, I really hope uh, you, you pick me. So everybody, the, the August 16th ballot will be in the mail, I believe, around the 27th or so of, of July, because they have to get it out to overseas people. So it might, maybe, maybe it's the 25th, maybe it's a little bit earlier. And um, it, it'll, it'll be in the mail to overseas people. You can get an absentee, absentee ballot by requesting one at, uh, at the Alaska Elections Office. And then on August 16th and a few days prior, you can go and vote. And there will be about 20 people on the ballot for Senate. You'll only pick one. And so whichever the, are the top four who are picked, the top four vote getters will proceed to the November ballot. And that's where there will be the ranked choice voting. So in this particular election, it's a little bit different than the other one that we're talking about, which is the congressional special election primary, I know it's special election general, and that one's going to be ranked choice on, on the 16th of August. But this one for Senate is pick one. 
And Shoshana Gungerstein is running for Senate and she's got some mighty foes there. She's got the people like uh, Kelly Chewbacca and um, Lisa Murkowski. And there are some non, some other libertarians and so forth who are running. And then you are running as a nonpartisan. We really appreciate you also sponsoring our show. This show has been sponsored by Shoshana Gungerstein for Senate. And we really appreciate that sponsorship, Shoshana. Thank you so much for that. And John, is there anything else we need to do before we sign off? Because we've got to keep the lights on here in, um, in Mustard, Alaska. Nope. Just want to remind people you can go to uh, uh, the App Store on the Google Play or um, your iTunes App Store and download our app, Mustard Alaska app. Just type in Mustard Alaska. It's a free app. We've spent lots of time and money and effort into developing it. It's free for anybody. So go enjoy it, download it to your phone. And, uh, and if you'd like it, give us a five-star review. And if you'd like this podcast, make sure to give us a review as well. That helps us get reach more people organically. And tomorrow I will have uh, city council member Richard Best on, which will be awesome. He's going to talk all about the stuff that went on uh, in uh, Palmer with the, uh, with the recall. So, yeah, with the recall. So he's got all kind of the behind the scenes stuff with the recall effort, which I'm sure everybody is dying to, to find out. It was quite the mess as like a daytime drama TV show that unfolded right before our eyes. So tune yes. in tomorrow to hear more about that. It was, it was amazing. Um, so thank you everybody for joining us today and check out our podcast on all of the, all the places we have podcasts. It's Apple iTunes podcast, it's Spotify, it's Google Play, it's Amazon Alexa, it's, it's all these other, all, all the ones, all the big ones, right, John? Yep. And thank you for, for making that possible, John. You're the, you're the best on this. And until next week, I'm signing off from somewhere in Alaska and make sure to tune in to John tomorrow. So goodbye, everybody. Bye. Thank you. Thank you.